Welcome back again, friends, to your daily Bible podcast as we continue working our way through the story. Today we're in Numbers chapter 21. We're going to read verse 4 through 8. Now, the people of Israel are now wandering around in the desert. They've been cursed by God to wander in the desert for 40 years. For the entire generation that was 20 years old or older is actually going to pass away and die in the desert. As a result of their sin, by uh, believing the ten spies and not trusting God, once again turning their back on God, and now they wander in the desert. And during this time, you come across Numbers 21, verse 4 through 8. They traveled from Mount Hor along the route of the Red Sea to go around Edom. But the people grew impatient along the way, and they spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no bread, there is no water, and we detest this miserable food. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people and many Israelites died. The people came to Moses and said, We've sinned and we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it up on a pole, and anyone who is bitten can look at it and live. Okay, now, once again, we see this very same trap that the Israelites fall into over and over and over again, the trap of grumbling and complaining. Now, I don't know if you have ever taken a road trip with young children, but it doesn't take long, oftentimes for us, before we even get out of the city limits, before the first time the question's asked, are we there yet? And then that theme repeats itself over and over again on the trip. And each time it's repeated, the frustration level grows more and more. Can you imagine leading the people of Israel? And before they ever left Egypt, they weren't even to the Red Sea the first time when the first complaint came and said, weren't there enough graves in Egypt? Why did you lead us out here just to die? We were better off there. Those words have been repeated over and over and over again. Now, same words, we, we come to expect them. The food is bad, there's no water, we, there's no bread, we were better off in Egypt. We hear this over and over again. Well, now this time, as these snakes come and people are bitten by the snakes, we see this very strange thing take place. God instructs Moses to build this pole with the snake on top of it. And it would be when the Israelites looked at it that they themselves would live and not die from the snake bite. Now, it's important that you understand it was not the bronze snake itself that had the power to heal people. And similarly for us today, it's not just knowing about Jesus that has the power to save people. In fact, Jesus told us, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, and everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. What saves us is the very belief that he can and will save us. Just like Moses lifted up the bronze snake that day in the wilderness in order to save the people from their physical death, Jesus was lifted up on the cross and crucified so that he can save us from our eternal and spiritual death. 
the Israelites asked the Lord to take the snakes away. And although he did not physically remove them, he still provided a way for his people to be freed from them and especially from their bite. See, often the Lord will answer our prayers differently than how we expect him to or how we um, worded it or asked him to. But we have to understand God always, always, always has our best interest in his heart and in his mind. Remember, he's a father and we're his family. He cares for us even when repeatedly over and over and over again we mess things up complain about things, don't get it, grumble, go in the wrong direction, he still provides a way of salvation. Friends, by giving his one and only son, Jesus Christ, and having him hung up on that tree for you and I, those of us that look upon him, that set our hearts upon him, that confess our sins and declare Jesus is Lord, we are saved. And the bite of the snake, the sting of death, is taken away from us so that we can live an eternal life with God. Now, this bronze pole is going to go on to be a problem for the Israelites. We find out way down the road in 2 Kings chapter 18, when Hezekiah is cleaning up Israel, that the people are still worshiping this bronze serpent on a pole. In fact, they've even given it a name. And isn't that just like us, to take a gift that God has given us, something good, something that helps us, and instead of giving our thanks and our worship and our praise to God for his help, we instead begin to praise and worship the very help itself. Friends, today, let's turn our worship, our attention, our focus, our gaze on Jesus, on him alone. Let's be a thankful people pouring out praise, pouring out thanksgiving, pouring out gladness to God that he saved us by sending his son, by his son being lifted up into the air and put on the cross so that we may be healed. Let's pray. God, thank you. Thank you that you sent your one and only son, that whoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank you that you didn't send your son into this world to condemn the world, but through him, the world might be saved. In Jesus' name, amen.